Hello, and welcome to Uncle Monster, your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you could call me Shibby. And I'm Ethan Sareski, and I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. Did you miss the bus? Was that Criss Cross? No, no. You don't recognize that? No, I thought that was I Missed the Bus by Criss Cross. I mean, it definitely should be a line in I Missed the Bus by Criss Cross. I didn't know that was a I, I didn't know of that You song. didn't know Criss Cross had a song called I Missed the Bus? I swear I, I, I would admit it in a second. I don't. Well, you should listen to it. Okay. In fact, we're going to start over again. <laughs> no, okay. Let's continue. I have a question. Do you know what that's really from? No. What is that from? The Saved by the Bell theme. Oh, I was never a Saved by the Bell guy. What? I think I think at that time I was watching, like, Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> that was more true to my high school experience. <laughs> well, I I suppose I suppose so. Are we leaving this in? <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. This week we're going to be talking about black-eyed children that is correct black-eyed children or black-eyed kids Mm -hmm. uh originally uh from the texas area abilene texas yes and as always on uncle monster's spooky time fright hour one of us has done exhaustive research across the internet into uh ghouls and goblins and the supernatural and that was me this week learning about the black-eyed children while shibble knows absolutely nothing just like every other day of my life. You really do know nothing about this, though, right? No, I have heard absolutely nothing about it. I'm very curious. So, uh, would you mind if I tell you what I've imagined what they are? I, I would like to start off like that. I'd like to know, Shibble, what do you think the black-eyed children are? Okay. I didn't know they were from Texas. Because when I was picturing them in my mind, I was picturing, you know, uh, like, their entire eyes are black. Mm-hmm. Like, the sclera, which is the whites of the eye, as is also black. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that reminded me of Japanese horror movies. Oh. So I thought these were like maybe ghost kids from, and maybe I was trying to think of a situation where a bunch of Japanese kids would die. And then I thought about the American war crimes of dropping nuclear bombs on them. <laughs> and also me dropping the knowledge bomb on you that that's definitely a war crime. And then I started thinking about American imperialism, and I got distracted. And that's as far as you got with thinking about yeah. the actual children. Yeah, I got up to Japanese children from Hiroshima that were now ghosts. And uh, they had black eight-ball eyes. They do. They, they, it sounds a little like, isn't it, what's his name, Toshi from uh, The Ring? I mean, no, from uh, The Grudge? Could be. The little Could boy be. who makes the cat sounds? Yeah, something like that. That's that's all you got. That's as far as I got. I really was left blank on this one. I love it. I, I love it. That's why I keep asking because I'm, I'm I'm excited. And you know what? I'm not going to give it to you right away. I'm going to do what you did last time. I'm going to okay. open with a story. Tell me your story. Shibble. Well, your name isn't Shibble in the story. I'll start over. Okay. You can't believe it. It's finally here for you. Gorbin Xander hold one night of the year more dear than all the rest, and that night is All Hallows' Eve. Even the pandemic has magically disappeared just in time. 
You've been preparing for weeks, hanging cottony spiderwebs over the bushes in front of your home and tying balloons of frightful fancy to the driveway posts. You're set on making sure that Halloween in Abilene, Texas has a little something extra this year. You posi- Everything's bigger in Texas, even Halloween. That's true. You position your buckets of mounds and paydays inside of your doorway. It's really all about the kids for you, Gorbin. You recently lost your pet sugar glider, Greasy Ron, and the best way to move forward is to spread as much joy to the little ones as you can on this day of mischief and sweets. It's a slow night as far as Abilene Halloweens go. A group of tween girls all dressed as Mona from Who's the Boss lifts your spirits. More than a few toddlers grace your doorway in Punch and Judy outfits or something Tron-related. Nearing the end of the night, your bucket of mounds is still half full. Oh well, Gorbin, you think. You did the best you could and hopefully brought mirth to all called on you. You lock up, put on a robe, and retreat to the kitchen and make yourself a Tom Collins. You may have made this one a bit strong, and soon you were asleep in your recliner. A sudden knocking startles you out of your dream, where you were in a a boxing match with Art Jimerson. What time is it, Gorbin? The kitchen clock alerts you to the fact that it is 12.06 a.m. Knock, knock, knock! Three knocks again, very clearly, and you cautiously approach the door. Mm. You look out and see nothing from the window, so slowly begin to open the door. You reveal two children standing directly in front of your welcome mat. There is a girl and a boy of maybe eight or nine years. They are as still as wax figures, wearing clothes that seem out of place, but not quite a costume. Before you can think to grab the candy or even say hello, the little boy, eyes still low, makes a statement. Parents will be here soon. May we come in? Excuse me, you ask? The little girl repeats her partner. Parents will be here soon. May we come in? She sounds a bit more commanding to you, but hey, it's late and these kids need help. You let the children inside, worried that they've gotten lost, and usher them to your living room couch to decide on a course of action. You go to make the kids some hot cocoa with mini marshmallows, and suddenly your dog Snoochie starts growling loudly and aggressively. You rush back to the living room to find the children haven't moved. The dog is whining and scared and begging to be let out, so you let him out into the yard. Weird, huh? You head back to the living room and finally the children speak. The little boy asks, May we use the lavatory while we wait for our parents? At this moment, the children look up. Peering back at you are two sets of eyes of the blackest coal. No color or glimpse of white, just onyx doorways glowing from the children's pale faces. You back up, startled by the sight before you. A wet feeling from your lip. Your nose has started to gush blood. As you scurry for a towel to quell the flow, there is a loud bang, and the electricity goes out. You fumble into the living room after quickly lighting a candle. The children are now turned around, silently facing the closed front door. They begin giggling. What do you want? You shout at what had appeared to be two children. What do you want? The girl cackles softly and opens the front door. The boy turns around one last time to set his glare on you. His voice lowers three octaves as he growls, Our parents are here now. The candle goes out and the door opens. When the electricity comes back on, you rush to the door to peep out, but the children are gone, as if they were never there. You head upstairs to sleep if you can, but all you hear is that satisfied growling voice proclaiming, Our parents are here now. Gorbin, you've seen some strange things, but this takes the cake. You fall to sleep in your house, one where you are no longer alone, one that will consume your soul in the coming weeks until you find yourself clawing at the charred walls of the damned in eternal madness. Woo! Woo! Yowzers! Yeah! 
That's some spooky kids. Woo, that gave me a spook. Did it give you a spook? Did it get a little spook or no? That gave me a spook. That was a that was a modern day Stephen King story. Oh, shut, shut. If Stephen King were alive today, he'd give you a tip of the cap. By the way, the part where the kid asks to use the lavatory, that's that's actually from one of the stories. I didn't I heard you laugh and I was like, I wouldn't have had him ask to use the bathroom, but you know, whatever. No, I was I was just imagining like, is it gonna turn out that they have evil piss? <laughs> <laughs> That's what popped into your head. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're going to go to the bathroom, and it's like, their piss was as black as oil. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck, that's terrible. Would you like to know a little bit more about these black-eyed kids from the story? Jeez, I don't know if I would, but I think we need to keep the episode moving, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they knock on your door late at night, these black-eyed kids or children. You may see them approaching your car while you're waiting at a stoplight. It might seem like they need, they, they're carjackers apparently. It might seem like they need help or they might just stand still for no reason. These children do not mm. look threatening, but they want to get in your house or your car. And they're very persistent. They're like, um, I, I, I think they're like, you know those vacuum salespeople that just want to vacuum your steps? They mm-hmm. just want to do the demo just so they can say they did another demo and they're just begging. That's, that's what I picture. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I was imagining the the guys that come around my neighborhood asking if I want to redo my windows. But <laughs> I think that's what my brother the, does. The first time that they came over, my house is pretty cheap. Midwest is pretty cheap living, if you guys don't know that. And they quoted me uh, a price to like install new windows, replace every window in my house. And it was like half the price of my house. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> I was like, not only am I not going to do that, I am never, ever going to fucking do that. <laughs> Would you move before you did that? I, I, I mean, if I had the kind of money where I was going to cut someone a check for, and you know, I'm slightly exaggerating, but it would have been like thousands of dollars. Right. And like, definitely not. Like I could buy, I could buy a decent used car for that money. My windows fucking close and open. Most of them, it's fine. You're gonna be awful cold with that kind of attitude. That's that's what I see in your future. No, my heating bill is pretty cheap. You're probably swaddled in blankets all the time. Yeah, but I love it. <laughs> is it cozy? Yeah, oh, that's wonderful. This is boring. Let's move on. You will notice something is not quite right about these kind of children. Their eyes mm-hmm. are pure black from lid to lid. Dead black orbs devoid of sclera or iris. It'll chill your spine and you finally come across the black-eyed children if you see this. It's an urban legend of paranormal creatures that resemble children between the ages mm. of 6 and 16. 16 seems a little old. <laughs> Getting toward <laughs> to a black-eyed uh, young adult at that point. There's black-eyed tweens. There's yeah. everything. Yeah, there are places where those black-eyed children are illegal. (laughs) These creatures with unnaturally pale skin have reportedly been seen hitchhiking, panhandling, or at the doorsteps of residential homes. Mm. All the accounts follow a similar pattern. Kids with the eyes completely blacked out, appearing at the home or vehicle. They knock on the door and insist upon getting inside. And then anyone who encounters them at that point almost immediately feels an overwhelming sense of dread. I know. I fucking would if I looked at a creepy kid with coal black eyes. I would I would be of so course unhappy. I'd feel, 
And it's like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, no, I shouldn't have let this fucker in my house. It actually becomes, I think it's kind of like the slender sickness. It's like one of their, their weapons that you feel that dread mm. and anxiety and you get sick and uh, panicky. Yeah, you can't think straight. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of, you, you said it before, that's one of the worst characteristics for a, for a monster. Yeah, to fuck with my brain, like I would definitely rather get cut, well, yeah, no, I'd rather get cut up than driven beyond the point of reason. I don't want to say I'd rather get cut up than be mentally ill. Mentally ill people can live wonderful lives. Thank you. <laughs> we we, just... we try our hardest. <laughs> I just. I'm sorry I that your. I'm sorry that your worst fear is being driven mentally ill by a monster. I was saying specifically not that. I was saying beyond the point of reason. Hold on, I need to take a Depakote. Please. <laughs> uh, you know, if you need help, get it. There's no shame. Your life can be better. Have you seen Michael Phelps on those talk space commercials? Uh, I I have, and good for him. It's fucking miserable to me. I mean, you see him smile on those commercials. He doesn't smile. I think yeah. Part of the problem is it looks like he quit smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't look happy. He should lighten up. Crocodile tears. Unless Michael Phelps has real problems, in which case I'm proud of you for getting the help that you need, Michael Phelps. We all are. You're an American hero. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the black-eyed kids. Um, yeah, who are are driving me beyond the point of reason. Besides blacked out eyes, these children typically appear normal-ish. You know, their attire mm-hmm. sometimes seems outdated or just not typical for children their age. In extreme, mm. like I picture them in like uh, like a puffy vest from the seventies. Like they're dressed like <laughs> the Stranger Kids, the Stranger Things kids. They should have called that show Stranger Kids. That would have been a much cooler name. Why? I don't know. Maybe if it was a cartoon, you'd call it Stranger Stranger Kids. Kids. Yeah, and they'd fight a different monster every week. That's a better show. (laughs) I like how you just picked that. You have a better idea for Game of Thrones, too, while we're at it? (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Don't have any incest in it. It's gross. I think the incest made Game of Thrones, but whatever. I mean, it takes all types. And also, uh, I mean... You could have a couple more black people in there. That'd be cool. Get some black actors some work. That's actually a good point. There, well, there, there were very few black actors in Game of Thrones. Yeah, they could, they could stand to have a couple more black dudes in there. Well, in extremely unusual instances, people have reported encountering black-eyed children with talon-like feet. Oh, fuck. Can you imagine that? You notice the eyes, and you're like, oh, I can get past that. And you look down, and there's, like, claws and talons on their feet. They're just barefoot. That's creepy. Like... Like birds? <laughs> That's like how I eagles? read it. That's, it was very avian. Oh, shit. That is creepy. The fucking bird feet coming out of your wranglers? <laughs> <laughs> I picture high waters because I'm picturing kids from like the 30s to 50s. Oh, okay. That's fair. No, yeah, no. I'm definitely picturing 70s. 70s. Like I'm, I'm picturing like a little black kid with like a tiny fro. Not like a huge one. But, like, just kind of long hair, and, you know, and he's wearing, like, a plaid shirt under a down vest and some Wranglers. And he's got talons. And he's like, yeah, but he's got fucking talons coming out of his Wranglers. And he's like, can I come inside? Because, uh, Let me use your lavatory again. I need to expel some of my black 
black piss. <laughs> they are very insistent. Um, animals are very sensitive to their evil and will react mm. strongly in their presence, as you could tell from the story. Yeah, from Groban's dog. Uh, Gorbin. Gorbin? Gorbin. I was closer than I thought. Yeah, no, yeah, you heard the bee. The bee was just for you. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, the kids are more likely to approach people who already know about them. Okay, so you just fucked everybody then. Right, oh, absolutely. I wasn't going to go down alone after doing all the research, so uh, now you all know about them and their talons and their high waters. Uh, oh, my God. And their black piss. <laughs> That's the scariest part. People in the proximity to the black-eyed kids report a feeling of unease washing over them. Um, these Because of their talon feet and their coal black eyes. Yes, and they report feelings ranging from anxiety to terror at just their presence. Okay. Now, let me ask this. Please. Because I feel like our listeners would want me to ask it at this point. Are these kids ghosts? Like, are these kids that people recognize? Like, if I showed you a picture of a dead kid, would it look like one of these black no, kids? No, these, it, to, in my opinion, these were never human. Okay, okay. They, they're, they're an entity that was never human. I, I don't know if that implies demonic or not, but it didn't walk the earth in human form, I don't think. Okay, okay. And Thank black, you. black-eyed children will always ask for something. It is mm. always something that involves being in close quarters with you. They'll ask for mm. a ride in your vehicle or to enter your home to use the phone, bathroom, whatever. There are no reported stories of what happens when you let a black-eyed kid into your vehicle or home. Almost all stories come from people whose terror made them flee from the children, which is good. Yeah, you know who's definitely going to be falling victim to these black-eyed children is uh, pedophiles. <laughs> So this is that's the perfect great. thing for them. Yeah, God bless. Keep up the good work, black-eyed children. Get those fuckers off the screen. Can I use your lavatory? Oh, yep. yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Do you have any mini marshmallows? Yeah, well, I got some small white things that could easily be confused for mini marshmallows. Oh, oh, oh excuse, me. excuse my drink. talons. Don't let them bother you. Well, I'll just get you some uh, feety pajamas with the button-up butt. <laughs> Is that your pedophile? Yeah, I wanted to make him seem just like anybody else. I know. I saw what you. <laughs> He's the everyman. Yep, because you never know. You never know. I've, I've really thought about how black-eyed children talk, and I think they just talk like normal children, as opposed to what I've been doing. Do they talk maybe like like slowly talking like may we use your toilet? Yeah, I like that because it's a little off. Yeah, they it makes them seem otherworldly. Yeah, well, in two. But also, if they're not human, <laughs> I'm going to throw out another possible black-eyed child voice. Please, if they're not human, maybe they're only like mimicking sounds. Because I love it when there's a mimic in any of these monsters. But this one wouldn't be like, Karen, I'm out to the trestle. <laughs> they need to uh, mimic a child who wants to come inside. God, that'd be fucking creepy as shit. Like that. That one was not good at imitating humans. <laughs> that no. particular black-eyed kid, I didn't even know what he said. <laughs> no, I, 
for a second, I think what I was trying to end up going for was uh, the guy in Twin Peaks, the backwards-talking man from the dream room. Wow. Deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> in 2014, <laughs> British papers reported that sightings of black-eyed kids were rising worldwide. The Daily Star actually wrote three front-page stories about sightings of the black-eyed children in a haunted pub in Staffordshire. So they're not just native to Abilene. No, well, they're they're maybe native to. Uh, I mean, they were. Now you've got me verklempt. Um They are not native to Abilene, but the earliest sighting, which I'll get mm. into, uh, was in Abilene, Texas, and it was by a journalist. Even can you believe that? Yeah. Well, I mean, if he's writing for the paper of record, then I absolutely can. Many people have reported seeing the black-eyed children standing in the corner of their room or even waking up in the middle of the night because they sensed someone was watching them and in the shadows were these children. Mm. Okay. That's okay. The, those, those are their main characteristics. That's, that's a pretty good summation of what you're dealing with with the black-eyed kids. That's pretty spooky stuff. I, I think so. I think it's scary. Yeah. You said they have to ask for things? They normally ask for things? They have to... They have to... <laughs> They have to ask to. It seems they have to ask to come in to enter your domain, like your, your okay, car like a vampire house. would, like a vampire, exactly. Do you do you think they're polite? I was wondering that. Let me in your house, you piece of shit. <laughs> I think they get more insistent as they go, so they probably do get pissed off eventually. If you don't let me in right now, I'm gonna go fucking slash your tires with my fucking talons. They definitely do stuff like that. Like, I, I'd be afraid to say no. Would you? I mean, would you? Honestly, if you had two kids at the door and maybe their eyes are dark, it's dark out, you don't see it right away, you would let mm -hmm. them in. Uh, yeah, I think I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Do you guys want to You guys want to come inside? Jeez, it's, it's the middle of the night. What's going on? Do you know, do you know your parents' phone number? <laughs> Nobody knows anybody's phone number anymore. Do you have cell phones? Are you old enough to have cell phones? Can I use your laboratory? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Do you Jeez, have a mat where I can wipe my talents? Uh, uh, yeah, there was one out there, but that's... That's okay. Oh, talons! Yikes! <laughs> this whole thing started off in 1996, really. Okay, recent. Earliest sighting origin of the Black Eyed Kid story. There's journalist Brian Bethel, and his mm -hmm. story has been added to internet creepypasta lore, but to this day, he insists the incident was, was real and happened exactly the way he reported. And it goes okay. a little something like this. Hit it. <laughs> that was good. And it goes a little something like this. Hit it. He had stopped in a parking lot near a movie theater to write a check, and he's so absorbed in it that he didn't notice two young boys approach his car. The older boy tapped the driver's side window. He rolled down the window and immediately noted a soul-racking fear, that's in quotes, though he couldn't understand why. They said they wanted to catch a movie but had forgotten their money at home. Could Bethel give them a ride, which makes no sense? Maybe some money to see the movie. Uh, yeah, also, he stopped in a parking lot to write a check. <laughs> that's his account. He had to write a check. I've ne I, haven't, I don't think I've ever written a check. I don't think I've ever written one in a parking lot. I mean, maybe the 90s were different, but I would probably just write the check when I got to where I was going to use the check. <laughs> well, Brian Bethel is more prepared than you. 
Yeah, he likes to show up. I can't. I already wrote the check, so he cannot rack up this price on me. It's going to be $600 even. That's what no I wrote. Bait That's what it's going to be. Can't bait and switch Brian Bethel. No, there ain't going to be no service fees. There ain't going to be no uh, Conveyance. finder's fee, no convenience charge, no tip. 600 on the button. Can I use your lavatory, Mr. Bethel? Yeah, hop in my car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, they said they wanted to catch the movie, but had forgotten their money, and so asked if he could, uh, Bethel could give them a ride. This was 1996. Yes. So blasting in the background was probably uh, hypnotized by the notorious B.I.G. Hey, Mister, we're gonna go see Mortal Kombat. Holy shit! Are you kidding? That's the movie. That's the movie? I swear to God, Holy that's the movie shit. from this account. Okay, go, that's great that there are these fucking demon kids that want to go see Mortal Kombat. Demon kids like Mortal Kombat, too. <laughs> you like that? Look at you. That is that is a great detail, and I am amazed that I guessed that. <laughs> I'm beginning I... to believe Hypnotize may have been playing as well. Uh, Brian Bethel found the... Uh, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. After he asked him for a ride, they assured Brian Bethel that it wouldn't take long because they were just two kids and that they didn't have a gun. What? <laughs> just take us this... Just take a ride to the movie. It, it's not like we're not kids. It's not like we have a gun. And, and it, <laughs> What? This, this guy's story... It feels like he's just making it up on the spot to get out of trouble. <laughs> it sounds like he may be one of the pedophiles who was caught by the black-eyed kids. Yeah, this seems definitely like he is just, like, has no idea where he's going with this and was caught with two kids in the back of his car. <laughs> and he's like, they're fucking demons, I think. As soon as I saw them, I was overcome with terror. <laughs> So I left them in my car, yeah. bought them tickets to Mortal Kombat. Like, go on, I, I keep interrupting. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I, I like how incredulous you are. So the last showing of Mortal Kombat that they wanted to see had already started. In uh, Bethel's recount, he stated that when he broke eye contact with the boys and looked back, their eyes became immediately completely blacked out. The older boy began to get frustrated when Bethel made excuses for not giving them a ride. I would not make excuses. I would just be like, there's no ride here for you, friend. And he said that they... Uh, oh, oh, and the black-eyed kid said, I can't get into the car unless you say it's okay. After he said that, Bethel tore out of the parking lot, and to this day, he still stands by his story. All right. I could see that being something that happened to somebody. No, I, I, it actually sounded believable until you started breaking it, breaking it down a little bit, and now I believe that. Oh no, we can't actually call him a pedophile. He's a real person. No, probably not. But I am gonna say, wh why would you pull into a parking lot to write a check, officer? These aren't kids. These are black-eyed kids. What does that mean? <laughs> Go on. He probably ran a whole scout group of black-eyed kids, Brian Bethel. Hey, by the way, do you want um, some fun facts about black eyes? Uh, yeah. Black eyed facts. 
MLK's original I Have a Dream speech was more political and less historic. It did not even include any reference to dreams. After delivering the now famous line, We are not satisfied, and we will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream, Dr. King transformed his speech into a sermon and improvised mostly from there. Okay. That's incredible. What an incredible public speaker. Oh, I'm sorry. That was fun, fun facts about black guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, that I was apologize. That black guys. Yeah, fact? that was black yeah. guys. Not that was not black guys. Black guys fact. I that was great fact though. <laughs> that was really fascinating. I surprised myself. I don't think that was a bad MLK. Uh, no, that it was not. I was not embarrassed listening to you do that. Oh, you know, no, no, it's definitely not. It wasn't. It wasn't stereotypy. No, it wasn't an ugly racial stereotype like a good number of. <laughs> Maybe because it was a specific guy. Maybe that's what you need to work on. Well, that's what I did last. Guy. That one time was Kim Jong Il, Il Un or Il or whatever one that it was. was. That was a I don't think guy. you. I don't think you put the work in on it, man. <laughs> I don't think you really studied the tapes. All right. Fun facts about black eyes. Black eye facts. Contrary to popular belief, true black eyes do not exist in humans. Some people with a lot of melanin in their eyes might just appear to have black eyes depending on the lighting conditions. Number two, a black eye often results from injury to the face or the head and is caused when blood and other fluids collect in the space around the eye. Swelling and dark discoloration result in that quote-unquote black eye. Home remedies for black eye include rest and ice applied early after the injury. Do not use raw meat on an eye injury. This creates a potential for infection. Mm, no, you want to use a sack of frozen peas. That's that's exactly what I I have it written. You're on fire today. Look at you. Yeah, what can I say? I was going into this. I meant at the top to lead with the uh, peas joke. <laughs> and also, I wanted to do something with uh, with the band, the Black Eyed Peas, but I couldn't get there. You couldn't? Did you try? No, How far did you get? Well, because I knew where I wanted to end with a story that I heard about the Black Eyed Peas, which was they were like before they made it big as a pop rap group, they were like sort of an underground backpack type of thing, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. And people would come up to them and be like, hey, you know, you guys were good then. What you're making now is crap. What you did back then was so much better. And Will I Am would be like, right now I am making literally a hundred times more than I was making back then. This is definitely for me much, much better. And I agree with them. There's band. Yeah. There's bands like uh, groups like the like. Remember the Far Side? Mm-hmm. Like the Far Side was another backpack rap. I mean, Tribe Called Quest. Even you could categorize backpack rap on some yeah. level. But the Far Side was awesome and had a bunch of hits, but stayed underground and stayed true to whatever you know they were staying true to and made no money. Like I think the guy yeah. was performing in um, in a shoe store in L.A. I heard last. I heard very sad. Yeah, and I mean, I, I salute them and their integrity, but I'm not going to hate on the Black Eyed Peas because they've got crazy money now. I would do the same thing. Yeah, especially if I had the ability to do that. I'm not going to say that, you know, what they do is easy. <laughs> not everybody could be a Fergie. Boom, boom. Or the boom, other boom. guys. <laughs> the other guys. <laughs> I, I also have fun facts about children for later on. Okay, great. Now, now listen. Go ahead, please. Uh, that sounds crazy, but do these children fuck? 
That sounds crazy, but can you fuck? Yeah, I, I, I had a rough time with this segment. Um, yeah, let's just go ahead and say no, unless they actually are demons and not children. Well, what I, what I, what I wrote is no because they are not over eighteen. Yeah, let's and just go. Let's just go with a no. The males between thirteen to sixteen masturbate nonstop, though. I'm pretty sure. Oh God, like crazy. I, more than normal kids, I would imagine. Oh yeah, like they pretty much if they're not at work, that's what they're doing. <laughs> Even at work. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Like, can I go use your lavatory? <laughs> That's but why they, they want the lavatory. Yeah, they're not going to be using their pitch black piss. It's their uh, sandy ejaculate. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be a sandy ejaculate. <laughs> no, it's basically just uh, like iron filings. <laughs> <laughs> that is erotic. Um, oh, and then I Googled. I literally Googled. Uh, and this was stupid, but I always do it. So it was just part, it was habit. I wrote black eyed kids erotica. Mm-hmm. So technically I wrote kids erotica. And then and now Googled. you're on a list. I, next sentence. I, 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 I'm, I'm on a list. I wrote that. I'm definitely on a list. And um, I have to delete my history. I'm joking. Yeah. I already did. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just just throw your laptop in the garbage. <laughs> like right away, I deleted. It freaked me out, and yeah. and there were no results either. Well, good. Thank yeah. God. Not one of more. Not one of the more sexualized cryptids for sure. Good. All right. So let's move on away from the kid sex and on to <laughs> fight night. <laughs> A move away from what? <laughs> the kid sex. We don't need it. It's bringing everybody down do you have Moving a theme on. song for kid sex <laughs> no what if you had to come up with one right now they call it kid sex don't do it they call it kid <laughs> sex no 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 <laughs> i love that I yeah love that it. was pretty good for the from just off the head the dome yeah yeah no i'm i'm, I'm highly impressed uh would you like to move on now yes you'd like to move on from the kid sex to the fight night portion of our show fight the black-eyed children on in this corner, uh, mm-hmm. their strengths, they're creepy as hell. They have Definitely. an unknown purpose, which creeps me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, non-threatening costumes, so you don't spot them easily. Mm. Maybe aliens or demons. Mm-hmm. Some, aliens, interesting. Some have talons. Okay. And they can affect electricity. Okay. And weaknesses, their physical manifestation is of just young kids. So, yeah. I mean, they could still have demons. Not a lot of reach. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely have extra reach and stuff like that. Um, and they don't have adult teeth yet, which doesn't matter, but it's a point nonetheless. And they can't enter your domain without permission is another weakness. Mm, yeah, yeah. So let's start off. On this side, we've got black-eyed children mm-hmm. versus how many prime shacks to take them out. Okay, how many how many black eyed children? Are we talking about a deuce? Yep. I, I think right. I think they work either solo or in pairs most of the time. But you know, I don't hear about like a gang of them roving around. 
No, I'm going to say it's going to top out at three. So let's say, all right. They're going to be, I'm going to just remove the territory thing off the jump because otherwise there's not going to be a fight. Those talons. All right. I'm Shaq. I'm grabbing a kid. And I'm just going to start wailing on him. Wait, Shaq, tell me. You grabbed a kid? Yeah. I got this kid. I'm going to grab him by his head. And I'm going to punch. And punch him in the face. Until I don't feel dread anymore. <laughs> because my fight or flight response is fight. Because I'm an athlete. So... He's punching this kid in the face. He's punching a child in the face repeatedly. The yeah, seven Sha- foot Shaquille one, three hundred and fifty pound man. Yes. Yeah, he's kind of freaking out to the point where he loses track of the other one. Oh. It gets its talons in. But I'm gonna say Shaq, a prime Shaq, is gonna be in good enough shape that it can drop the first kid, who's definitely gonna be out by this point. And focus on the other one. Maybe if it's on his back, he can jump on his back. You know, there are ways that he can handle that. Toss him over his shoulder. He could fall backwards. Yeah. A lot of ways yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say one Shack can take out the deuce. I, I think, I think you're right. I mean, Shack is a very powerful being. He's almost a metahuman. Yeah, I mean, and we haven't heard anything about demon strength. We haven't no. heard any. That it seems like most of what they do is freak you out and drive you crazy. But if there are fighting, then you know, short term, it's going to be Shaq. Maybe he's driven uh, crazy from the memories of beating two children to death. <laughs> but uh, still, you know, he's still standing. He can get treatment for that because he's got a great contract with the Magic? Was he in the Magic when he started? He started with the Orlando Magic, yes. Hey, I got one. That was really good. Thank you. I've been uh, listening to uh, a podcast called Crime and Sports, and I've been learning a lot of uh, sports facts. (laughs) Okay. It's really Uh, good. You you have another one you want to throw out or no? Yeah. Sports (laughs) facts. Scotty Pippen was uh, so cheap around Chicago, they'd call him No Tippin' Pippin'. (laughs) Is that true? Apparently. (laughs) Oh my god, you are are slandering so many people today. (laughs) This is is the word on the street. Scotty Pippin, Brian Bethel, you called a a pedophile. I did not call him a pedophile. I remember you calling him a pedophile. I said... Why is he filling out a check in a parking lot where there are just two children hanging out? They approached him. They were asking for it. Yeah, and he pulls out his checkbook and says, hey, kids. (gasps) Oh, why would he have his checkbook out with two kids in the car? That's creepy. All right. In one corner, we have black-eyed children. In the other corner, we have the kids from Stranger Things, which you already mentioned. That was your fourth call of the day. Yeah, well, I'm going to say... Let's say they're going one-on-one. Let's say we got a a, a child for every kid. All right, so four, right? Or There's four, and is the psychic girl there? Yes. Uh, no. Okay. Without her, I'm going to say 
Well, the, I don't. I didn't watch after season one, so I don't know what's up with the one that came back from hell or wherever he was. If he has hell powers, but I'm gonna say if he doesn't have hell powers, then the uh, uh, the black eyed kids got it. All right, black eyed children versus black eyed kids. Like kids with black eyes? No, versus... like demonic baby goats. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Oh, so they're demonic. Mm-hmm. Demon. Well, then you're going to have to... Well, okay, baby goats. Mm-hmm, because they're kids. Pr- yeah, yeah. Then I'm going to have to go for the black-eyed children. I don't know about that. I feel like black-eyed kids have a lot of the same powers. They're just in goat yeah. form, and they have they might have horns they could they could impale you with. Well, I'm gonna say this: the black-eyed kids to me implies that they are not fully mature yet. Ah, uh-huh. like they'll go into grow into goats. Whereas I feel like the black-eyed children are what they are going to be. They've achieved their full power. So you think the baby demon goats will grow into demon goats? Yeah, and I think demon goats could defeat the black-eyed children. Oh. Because I think a child would lose a fight to a goat. <laughs> How would that go with a real child versus a goat? I mean, the goat would like All right, we headbutt don't, it. Yeah, it would, it would beat it. And the child would, would vomit. You, I'm imagining a child getting trampled by goat hooves. This episode I, is rough on children. Uh, so there was, I used to have a rabbit named Bernie. He died a couple years ago. I'm sorry. He was a great guy. Oh, thank you. When I went to adopt him, uh, it wasn't through like an animal shelter. It was through just a foster society. And so I got a ride out to this lady's house in Long Island. And she had like 15 rabbits in her house. And all in different hutches. Bernie was definitely the best one. Followed closely by this really huge white rabbit named Kevin Kaboom (laughs) but there was also this woman in her house she was like I was at the Humane Society picking up a rabbit that they had uh, that I adopted so I could adopt out because that's how the system worked and while I was there there was a goat so they didn't know what to do with it so I took home this goat and she had a goat and it was inside her house and the goat's hooves walking across the wood floor made the weirdest fucking noise. <laughs> it was just like, where on earth am I? This woman has a goat in her house. I need a ride back home. With your new rabbit. With my new rabbit. <laughs> well, Shibble, we've discussed black-eyed kids. We've discussed the toothless Amish girl. We have discussed talons. Do you have anything to ask me at this point? I mean, at this point, I'm getting pretty spooked. Can you tell me, are the black-eyed children real? Yes and no, as usual. Oh, no! The worst answer! Right, it is. It's a complete non-answer I gave you. Um, there, there are some things in its favor. I mean, the main account comes from an actual journalist, which you don't have with a lot of cryptids or monsters. It's or, true. Do you have any of his other headlines? Can we just Google him shit. first really quick? Let's see what else he's written about. Handsome looking children and how to find them in parking lots by Brian Bethel. Here we go. The amazing time that I befriended an alien, and that's why I was nude with a child. <laughs>
<laughs> Writing checks to children. How to get uh, Brian Bethel? Okay. Yeah, I think he's become known more for. Oh, he's a senior staff writer at okay Texas Group Reporter News. That oh my God! Look legit. at this. He is a Q and A with the Abilene Police Chief. He's got COVID nineteen stories. He's a real person. That you... Okay, he's a real writer. Why did you call him a pedophile? I just, I'm just asking the tough questions like any other journalist. If I send you a picture, will you tell me if you think he looks like a pedophile? I will tell you right now, he does not accept that everyone looks like a pedophile. It can be anybody. <laughs> I'm not sending you that picture. Cut that Please out. Please don't. Just cut that face out. I just started, I just, I don't know where I went for a second. Um... It's easy to disbelieve Brian Bethel's story. Uh, the internet has made growing new legends relatively easy with sites like Creepypasta and Reddit, which are now full of black-eyed kid stories. However, mm-hmm. Brian Bethel's story predates these websites. When mm-hmm. his story became widely known, lots of other folks came forward with their own black-eyed kids encounter stories. There are a couple stories dating back to 1974 and even 1950 in other countries. <laughs> so... I mean, you know, it's not horse shit. Uh, I'm going to say, all right, 1996? Yeah. This also would have been around the time of Marilyn Manson? It would. It it, it would have been. I think Could it's the year Tupac have died, been too. pranking teens who had gotten black all-eye contact lenses? That is a very interesting theory. That was when they first emerged, right? And they might have had talons for feet. I will tell you, in the direct response, after Bethel's report, ghost hunters received many similar reports. However, nobody offered any physical evidence, but there were no reports of hoaxers exposed trying to scare people by portraying black-eyed kids. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to hang this one on the goths myself. <laughs> I'll sleep soundly knowing that it was just goths trying to spook out normies. And, I, hey, that's a big part of your culture. Uh, a proud goth tradition. God bless. Snopes defines the black-eyed children as a legend. This rating is most commonly associated with items that describe events so general or lacking in detail that they could have happened to someone somewhere at some time and are therefore essentially unprovable. So somewhere, at some point in time, someone might have met some children with all black eyes that had talons for feet. We just can't prove or disprove it. Yeah, right. We could have made up the entire episode about anything. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> you Did no- you just... Yeah, I have no... I haven't been, like, fact-checking you as you go along. You could have made up this entire thing. You could have been improvising from the top... <laughs> This Wait, could be the usual suspect. I should have just picked a random. I should have picked like 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 hamster man or gerbil guy, and given mm-hmm. you a whole oh a whole episode. Oh, now it's now I can't do it. At some point in season two, one of us or maybe both of us will make up an entire monster episode, <laughs> and it will leave it up to you, the viewer or listener, to guess which one it is. We could have a contest. Season. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah. Yeah, good idea. Season two. One of these is fake. 
<laughs> or maybe more than one. Who can say? By the way, on your theory of gods, uh, drug use can cause pupils to dilate, making people mm. prime to believe that they are seeing um, black-eyed kids. And sclera mm-hmm. contacts in a black color give the same effect. So there's two... I'm not saying goth kids do drugs, but, you know, in 96 but they, they did. love it. Yeah. They love drugs. They love smoking weed. Were you ever goth? No, I was closer to punk, but I never quite got there. I was always just nerd. Do you have anything else to say about black-eyed kids? <laughs> you seem you, you seem to be done with them. <laughs> you can cut me saying that. I'm just joking. No, I I mean, that definitely was a very scary story. It was definitely a real spooky one, but I don't think that it's too true. And I think we're getting the red light from Uncle Monster. Oh, there it is. Boy, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for uh, spreading the word. Thank you guys for rating us on on Apple Podcasts or following us on Spotify and doing what you can to get the word out. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to, if you haven't checked out last week's episode, Albino Alligators. Uh, that was a really fun one. I, I really enjoyed that one. Catch us on Twitter at UncleMonster6. At Facebook at Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, or on Instagram at Uncle Monster Six. Remember to listen, subscribe, and rate, and emojis, and comments, and rating reviews. Thumbs up. Do you like how I did that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounded real good until you got to uh, ratings and emojis, and you're like, well, <laughs> and there's more. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, thanks so much. And until next time, don't don't get get spooked. spooked.